Hello, and welcome to episode two of Everything We Can't See. My name is Chandler. And my name is Denise. And Denise, today I'm feeling really excited. What about you? I definitely am. (laughs) And hopefully our listeners are too. I feel like they definitely are. They are. So if you are familiar with our podcast, you know that last week I took the lead with the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. We had a blast over there, but Denise, I don't know. What'd you think? It wasn't like as spooky as we could get. I feel like we can definitely make it worse than a portal to hell. Yeah. (laughs) And we usually do. (laughs) Uh, If you're familiar, last week was a 7 out of 10. But Denise, if you know her, you love her, and she goes big. She always does. And... What's today? By big, she meant dramatic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so speaking of dramatic, I'm thinking like a 15 out of 10 on this one. Mm, that's so you. Oh my God. <laughs> um, and what are we talking about today? Today we will be talking about the old Alton Bridge. It's also known as the Goatman's Bridge. And I will tell you why it's named the Goatman's Bridge a little bit later. But to give you a little bit of background on this bridge, it was built in 1884 and it takes its name from the abandoned community of Alton. This community, when it was first established, was approximately one whole person. Um, very easily abandoned. Definitely. Not only was it just one whole person, but this bridge, not to crap on it, was one way. <laughs> to me, that's kind of inconvenient, just saying, with your carriage and all i feel like that's inconvenient 1884 (laughs) yeah and then you bring your cars in and then you gotta honk on either side gotta communicate it just seems very unnecessary to me but this bridge was actually remained in use until 2001 and now the surrounding area is a hiking area not only that but it is heavily trafficked with paranormal investigators oh and practicing satanists Wow, there is a lot of activity going on around here. There definitely is. This bridge um, is a very regular bridge, but we got to explain why it's haunted. So there are a few theories as to why it's haunted. There's a lot of local legends and a lot of beliefs on to why it's haunted. Uh, one of the main legends uh, that the reason why it's named the Goatman's Bridge is from Oscar Washburn. Oscar Washburn was a young african-american goat farmer he lived around in the 1930s and the idea is is that he was so successful as a goat farmer that it actually tended to piss off the kkk because no one can be as good as them (laughs) so they were very frustrated with his success so they ended up going to oscar's farm and he did not anticipate this at all um, it's never a good outcome when, like, the KKK isn't involved and then all of a sudden they're about to do something. You know what I mean? It gets so much worse. In the early hours of the morning, I'm talking, like, I don't know, maybe 3 a.m. Let's, let's make it the witching hour. Let's get, let's get weird. Uh, but the KKK members uh, walked across the bridge and then they forcibly dragged him out of his home, took him to the bridge, and had the idea for him to be lynched upon this bridge. This is getting so much worse. Thank you for that warning. 15 out of 10. Continuing on, the KKK members decided to check their work after they dropped his body with a noose wrapped around his neck. When they pulled a rope, it was not frayed. It was not broken. His body had completely gone missing. Another theory is that when they dropped his body, they left it hanging and actually went down underneath the bridge to really uh, absorb their handiwork. And the body again was missing. But again, the noose was not broken. It was not frayed. It was completely intact. 
outraged by the fact that their idea and their plan did not work and it completely fell through and could not find him, they assumed that, hey, maybe he somehow escaped and went back to his residence. They ended up going back to his home, did not see him. So the way they ended up fighting back is by burning their entire home with the his children and his wife inside. This is the worst story of all time. <laughs> it's not a happy one. No, it never is. Why isn't it? Because <laughs> it's a haunting. Oh, right. This is our podcast. <laughs> Depressing. But it's fine. Let's move on. So the legend is, is that Oscar and his wife still haunt this bridge in the forest. The legend also states that if you drive across the bridge, which I do not recommend because this bridge is not very sturdy, um, so don't drive. Um, but if you turn on your lights, maybe try a flashlight that you will be able to see the Goatman. Um, on the old Alton Bridge, there are reports of a satire figure with glowing eyes. They tend to be very empty. So it kind of hints at you that, hey, these are not human eyes. There's something paranormal going on. There are reports of growling voices as well as uh, hooves walking along the bridge. And also there are voices telling people to leave. Hmm. Okay, so the half goat, half human sounds a whole lot like Baphomet. I feel like that sounds familiar. Tell okay. me more. Yeah. Okay, so it's like it's like a supposed deity, um, like the Crusaders. They, or excuse me, like the cross. Yeah, they definitely like worship them, um, and a lot of people define him as actually like the devil himself, like as a mutilated state of an angel. So I mean, it's just kind of like another way of seeing the devil. Not everyone really knows him as that. Well, I mean, then we look into like Sabrina from Netflix and the sounds kind of messed up, but like the cutie that plays the devil. <laughs> human form. Human, human form. Human. <laughs> <laughs> Not the satire or whatever. Oh, no. That got dark. Darker than what we're already talking about. I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> it's <was> deeper. <laughs> um, well, anyways, speaking of the devil... Um, there are a ton of people that come here to practice and practice rituals and worship through the occult. With this comes activity that is known to mock the Christian Trinity. Specifically, people will hear three knocks while on the bridge or uh, people will have three scratches on their body. Another way to communicate with whatever entity or whatever is around there, supposedly, theoretically, you should be knocking on the bridge three times and then it will make itself known. No, thank you. I don't want to see it. I'm good. Count us both out. We do not want any of that around us. We just are always fascinated by it. I want to talk about it, not see it. Yeah, from afar. Arm's length distance. Distance. Thank God we're in Washington. <laughs> not only that, though, since we find so many occult rituals in the area, a lot of it, uh, a lot of the remains that are around there include old dolls, old things that are just generally creepy. Not only that, it gets so much worse. Local pet stores have actually stopped selling cats because they found too many animal remains around the area, indicating that people who wanted to be a part of these rituals would actually sacrifice so many cats that this pet store decided to stop selling cats. Um, everyone needs to dial it back. Everyone needs to just take it down a notch, chill with the occult, don't be killing cats ever. If they could, that would be nice. I would really appreciate that. Um, so because of everything going on, whether it's the history and the legend attached to this bridge, it's brought in a lot of paranormal investigators wanting to 
make contact, to see something, to understand what is going on there. So one of the reports from investigators shows that they saw an orange light that expanded to a large beam shooting straight into the air for several several seconds and then returning two more times. This is definitely something that I feel like can't be debunked as a bug or something that's weird. It seems something that's just not very normal and does not follow a normal pattern. While investigating, she also used a K2 meter on the bridge to ask the spirit what gender it was. Several times, the answer was a woman. Okay, so you had kind of mentioned that like Oscar Washburn's wife was also killed in that fire. Is that kind of like the speculation? I feel like if I was her Mm -hmm. and that was my husband right or wrongfully killed... I would definitely hang around to cause some ruckus. Yeah. Stir things up, baby. Oh, yeah. Make it known. This wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. She was hanging out in her house. She was fine. Hey, don't kill my family. Yeah. Um, But there are also theories of what this woman could be. Um, There is a missing girl known to whisper clues about her disappearance, which is so sad to think about. But she basically points people to what she's wearing, like bracelets and clothing on her and hoping to guide people to them. There's also witnesses reporting um, seeing a young child near or within the forest. Another woman spirit we find is a woman who sadly wanders the area because she's allegedly searching for her lost baby. So it sounds like there's so many female spirits in this area. And I think you had kind of mentioned like the KKK they definitely attacked people of color, but also women, like, when it was their choice, like, they wanted to. And I wonder if that has, like, any kind of draw to that. hmm Women specifically, when they go through this nearby forest by the bridge where these rituals take place or they're on the actual bridge, I've noticed through the research that women specifically get attacked a lot more. Um, women feel the energy there a lot more. There's reports of hearing women screaming in the woods. What's interesting also is that these women are, a lot of them are physically feeling like they can't handle being there. It's not just like emotionally and spiritually not feeling okay. Some of these women get scratches on them that men don't usually get. It's just specifically targeting women. Yeah. And so if you're kind of familiar with like our podcast, we like to talk about ghost adventures and like the episodes that correspond with our episodes. Um, and I feel like now, Denise, I'm sure you agree with me. Like when we watched it, there was so much activity surrounding women Mm -hmm. and specifically in this episode, like I mentioned, a lot of women are feeling bouts of huge aggression. Um, they're also being intimidated by entities that are there. Um, you know, they feel like they are being pushed out or they really just don't want to be there. They know that they're not meant to be there, you know, whatever that case is. With that episode actually comes one of the female crew members of Ghost Adventures. They are um, the wife of one of the main characters, or excuse me, main crew members, Jay. And Ashley is um, there. She's the photographer. And she's, you know, clearly doing her job. It's very normal for her to be in these kind of places. Um, And all of a sudden you kind of notice a character flip, like her behavior is far different. Um, She is seen being really, you know, kind of aggressive. She's interviewed later and she truly is just so 
um, just wants to leave this place so clearly. Later, this is kind of where it gets a little bit questionable because her husband, after all of that, goes and decides to do a ritual and he says that it's not a cult, but honestly, that looked exactly like a pentagram when I looked at it. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm not that familiar with occults, rituals, but he didn't finish it. And honestly, that seems like the number one rule of ritual practices. Okay, it's not like I do this in my spare time. I've never done a ritual nor will I ever because I just don't want to mess around with that stuff. Whether you believe in, in it or not, just don't tap into it. And if you do finish it always <laughs> and like the poor guy and his wife I hate to say it but they actually separate after that season like it's the season finale of season 15 and their marriage is over now to this day and it's totally tragic and my heart goes out to both of them because that's such a hard effect from just one location um and I think Denise you wanted to talk about BuzzFeed yeah, definitely want to talk about BuzzFeed. Uh, so I actually didn't realize until researching this bridge that BuzzFeed has their own paranormal team of these two guys that uh, one of them actually believes in the paranormal and is scared of it, doesn't want to mess around with it, is very aware that it's real. The other guy is not a believer at all, does not believe in it, does not give a crap. And I, <laughs> their dynamic is very entertaining to watch, but I am more of a ghost adventures girl because Zach is always entertaining to watch. And actually a really quick thing that I learned about Zach that I actually really admire about him, he takes responsibility for these properties a lot. I didn't realize, but one of the buildings that they felt like wasn't safe to be around. They actually tore down and prayed over it and made sure that it was a safe area for a new home to be built over it. Oh, wow. Like protecting it, yeah. really. And, you know, there's something about Ghost Adventures because it says, you know, Jay and his wife and everything that's going on. I just think it's really incredible that they really take responsibility of what they believe in. Um, but going back to BuzzFeed, random sidetrack, going back to BuzzFeed, uh, these two guys are very entertaining. Uh, the guy that truly believes in it is, uh, <laughs> went to speak to someone from a Catholic church who straight up told them, do not go there. They will show themselves and do not invite them to show themselves or antagonize them because it will not go well. Um, one of the guy, it, the guy that doesn't believe in it and forgive me, I'm forgetting his name, but was being kind of ridiculous and antagonizing whatever was there. Just kind of just like pushing it and kind of calling whatever's their names. Kind of just trying to antagonize it as much as possible while the other guy is just freaking out, begging him to stop, which I completely relate to. Like, who would want to be looped in on that? I don't want to be a part of it. No, thank you. Because he's trying to go a part of it on a respectful way. Mm. Wow. I mean, overall, this place seems incredibly active, and I feel like every, like, both episodes are so full of, like, activity, and it seems like a lot of investigators that go there have a lot of experiences that come along with them. Definitely. I mean, a lot of people have gone there. If you just YouTube the place, a lot of locals also know that the place is haunted, but I don't know if it's been genuinely confirmed that it's haunted, BuzzFeed does not believe that they can call this place genuinely haunted, which, I mean, based off of Ghost Adventures, I would say it's haunted. Based off of BuzzFeed's information, probably not. So, but the reason why we do give this episode a 15 out of 10 this week is just because 
of the dark history that's wrapped up around this, whether it's current or in the past, there isn't a direct history to confirm that Oscar Washburn was a real person, but the idea that someone like him existed and was wrongfully killed on that bridge sounds absolutely horrible, as well as people do tend to go missing around this bridge, which adds to the current dark history, as well as satanic rituals. I feel like if you bring those rituals around a specific area, that energy stays. Whatever you're trying to capture will stay, and I do believe a lot of Things that are captured are very unintentional. Mm. Um, maybe not the word captured, but uh, new. I th- believe that things will be brought there that aren't meant to be brought there. Mm, like darkness, like dark right. energy. Yeah. Whether you mean to gain access to it or not, I do believe that if you open that door, it'll open. Yeah, and I, I mean, like you had said, there's so many missing people that have been either found either alive or dead there or been missing there Mm -hmm. and I mean I literally just read of one in like 2019 like summer of 2019 just fairly recently and you're so right like if dark energy is there like darkness will find it and it's really sad but it is just the reality of certain places totally so again the reason why we give this episode a 15 out of 10 is because it's spooky it's scary there has been known to see glowing eyes there's been screaming there's been yelling there's been full-blown apparitions of calf goat half humans which people commonly relate to the devil is the devil there chandler what do you think well you rated it a 15 out of 10 and my instincts instantly say the devil is there but how do we know how do we know i feel like he's busy doing other things <laughs> than hanging around a bridge in texas that's fully abandoned in one way it's a one-way bridge devil what are you doing around there he likes that it's boring yeah and that's <laughs> one way boring. inconvenient it's inconvenient so he likes it <laughs> the devil is inconvenience so i think the basic summary of this is don't do a ritual if you're gonna do it which you don't finish it and do it accurately but again please don't also if you ever decide to go to this bridge Please don't tempt whatever is there just because off of Ghost Adventures and watching that episode, I would say that it's just not worth it. Even if you believe in it or don't, I think it's best that we are just aware and don't do it. And we also wanted to thank every each one of you for your support and listening to our stories. We're so thankful for it. And then Chandler will give you the spiel of all the outlets we're on. Mm, And the spiel is coming. Um, so please make sure to follow us on Instagram. We update there frequently. We are also on Facebook as well. So make sure to like our page. Um, I know that we've been putting it out there, but please send us your stories. We're really excited to kind of get started on that project. Um, we really want to share our listener stories and kind of know what you guys have been through and like your experiences that come along with paranormal activity. So with that, stay spooky. Stay spooky.